Welcome to the 320 Podcast, where we encourage you to reach for the immeasurably more life with Christ. From discussions on scripture, to poetic messages, to dreaming big with Jesus, you will enjoy a variety of episodes brought to you by Shelley Wilson Ministries. To find out more about Shelley Wilson Ministries and the many resources available to you, please visit our website at www.shellywilsonministries.org. And he's going to derail that. He doesn't yeah. know exactly what God has put on us to do. But he do. knows there's something. He knows without mm-hmm. a doubt that God has made us for a purpose. And mm-hmm. he's going to, as he, he doesn't care. He said, I don't care what you're made for, mm-hmm. but I know it's for God. And we're going to, we're going to derail this. Mm-hmm. We're going to injure you. We're going to wound you. We're going to get you off track. But you can't fulfill your purpose. Right. Right. And he does that. Right. Mm. You're right. You're right. Um, so, verse 16, he's sitting by the well. Mm-hmm. Now the priests of Midian had seven daughters, mm. and they came and drew water. I love this. Mm. And they filled the troughs to water their father's flock. Then the shepherds came and drove them away. But Moses stood up and helped them and watered their flock. Now, if you look at this with prophetic eyes, I shared this other night, not just naturally. Seven daughters are drawing water. Water is represents many times the word, mm-hmm. right? We hear about washing of, of the water of the word, how we wash ourselves with the word. Um, and here's the daughters who are feeding the father's flock. That's not just a natural father. That's that's prophetically heavenly father. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um so then the shepherds came and drove them away. Mm. Now, I, you know, I just <laughs> have to say mm. that that is what has happened in the church is the, the, daughters have been, the daughters have been trying to draw the water of the word to feed their father's flock. Mm-hmm. But the shepherds, but the shepherds, are shepherds have drove them away. Uh, not all shepherds. Let's make that clear. Absolutely. Um, but in in the whole controversy of whether or not a woman can preach or teach or mm-hmm. pastor and all of that, um, I think this is one scripture that speaks very much to that issue. Mm-hmm. And here is Moses. He could have joined the shepherds, and many do today, but he didn't. He stood up and he helped them, and he even watered their flock. Mm-hmm. He, you know, to me. If you can just, if some, if just one person can read that and say, oh my goodness. Mm. We've been in error. We've been in error Mm. for so long because what's happened is so many women are not fulfilling their destiny. um, And they're sad, they're miserable, they're in depressions, they're suicidal. um, You know, because what happens when a, when a gentleman surrenders to the call is they have ordination services and they have throw parties and invite but when a woman surrenders to the call, we don't get any of that. And and so let and let me say this, we don't need it. I don't need it. But the heart of God, we know the Old Testament's foreshadowing, foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. So Moses is standing up for them. Mm-hmm. And that would be my challenge uh, to any brothers that might be listening is when you see the women of God being oppressed in, in your church or anywhere else, are you Moses? Mm-hmm. Has God called you as a Moses to stand in the gap for us? Because 
I just, I can't wait to see Moses. I'm not going to give him a huge hug when I get to heaven. <laughs> like, thank you, Moses. Because yeah. it can be very hard mm-hmm. for the daughters in ministry. Right. But even later on in Scripture, you know, Moses goes to God on behalf of the daughters of Zelophehad. Yes. The five yes. daughters that, you know, couldn't, they wouldn't give them land. And they went to Moses and, and Moses went to God. Mm-hmm. On their behalf, right. he didn't make the decision by himself. Right. Yes, he could have. Right. He sought the Lord, but mm-hmm. he sought God mm-hmm. in asking, "Do I give mm-hmm. these daughters of Zelophehad their land?" And what did God tell him? He said, "They yes. are. They are right. They are my daughters." Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So we can sit and and talk about um, what. What we think, God, you know, God says, my thoughts are not your thoughts right. mm-hmm. and my ways are not your ways. In fact, my thoughts and ways are much higher than yours. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which means it's an eternal perspective. It has yes. to be seen. Yes. We've got to look Either at it we're for way. the advancing of the kingdom, no matter who's giving the gospel. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or we're opposing it. Right. Um, You're doing one or the other. Before me or against me. Yeah. You know, he says. And so. Um, I think this is just a beautiful, uh, again, of Moses standing up, helping the oppressed. Yes. He did. It wasn't. It wasn't that I'm going to join my brothers in this. Mm-hmm. It was. I'm um, going to help. I'm going to help the daughters. Mm-hmm. And we know some of those, right? Some of yes. those men who have been gracious to us. Um, so that that's like the wraps up like the three instances I I saw that were the heart of the deliverer already manifesting in Moses. The heart of God. The, which is the heart of God. Yes. Is that you fight for the oppressed. Um, and sometimes oppression is visibly noticeable, right? We've talked about this with, we know the Holocaust, that was this situation of slavery. oppression, mm-hmm. slavery, mm-hmm. both of which the church participated in. Yes. yes. And thought that in Jesus' name that it was okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And neither was correct. And it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I still believe that, you know, yes, we have child sex slavery, but I also believe we have an oppression of women still that is not being dealt with. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, mm-hmm. Exodus 3 is when we see finally the call of God, um, which is where the burning bush happens. Mm-hmm. And it's, you would think we've read this so many times we understand it, but there's some things I think we we really do need to take a look at. Um, Lynn, why don't you read, or one of you guys? Uh, um, chapter 3? Chapter 3. Start at 1 and go to through 4. Okay. It says, Now Moses was keeping the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, And he led his flock to the west side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, in parentheses it says Sinai, Mm -hmm. the mountain of God. The angel of the Lord appeared to him in a blazing flame of fire from the midst of the bush. And he looked and behold, the bush was on fire, yet it was not consumed. So Moses said, I must turn away from the flock and see this great sight, why the bush is not burned up. When the Lord saw that he turned away from the flock to look, God called to him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here I am. Cool. So your version says turned away and mine says turned aside. Mm -hmm. Same thing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, that was a word that captured me because mm-hmm. we would never think to look that up, nor naturally. Right. Like, why would we? Mm-hmm. But turning aside means it, it's like you depart from what you're currently doing. Well, he took his focus off of that to see what God was right. calling him to. Right. And, and the word look just means to observe, to give attention to. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So Moses had a choice. He could have kept doing what he was doing. Could or have ignored that burning bush. Right. Or but how could you ignore that? <laughs> don't we do it every day? We got a thousand burning yeah. bushes per day. Uh, you're right, Shelby. <laughs> I mean, it's just coming different. Tons of burning bushes. Different ways. Um, yeah. But it wasn't till it says, the, when the Lord saw that he turned aside. Mm. Then he called him. Then he called him by name. Moses, Moses. He got his attention. He got his attention. And I laughed at myself when Moses says, here, here I am, because I'm like, as if God didn't know, like, that's where he's, here I, here he is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The Lord is so yeah, funny. but he answered. Yes. The thing is, and Moses answered the call. Right. When he heard the voice of God. Here I am, mm-hmm. Lord. Here, here, I am. here I am. It's no different than what we see in Isaiah. Mm-hmm. When um, he's Samuel. Samuel. Yes, like and Samuel. Yes. Isaiah's up in heaven. Mary. Hearing, absolutely. Yeah. Hearing um, the angels and God speak, and God yes. said, "Who will go with me? Yeah. Who will go yeah. for me?" And Isaiah steps up. Here, out here, I am. Send me. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Um, you know, He's doing the same thing. Same thing. Like you said, Samuel. Three times he hears a voice. Eli says, finally realizes it's God. That's God. Um, and says, "Answer him if you hear him again." Here right. I am, Lord. Your servant is listening. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So there's something in this. It, it's the the. The God who doesn't force you yes. to answer. Well, go back to the Garden of Eden. Because yeah. yes. this has just popped into my mind. Right. When Adam and Eve had sinned, they became rebellious against God, eating the mm-hmm. fruit of the tree yeah. that God had commanded them not to. And when he came to the garden and he called Adam, they were hiding. Yeah. It didn't say, Lord, here am I. Here we are. Mm-hmm. But he said we were hiding because we were naked. Right. They were afraid to show themselves to God. Mm -hmm. And here we've got Moses who was raised Egyptian because he was. Right. And didn't, it didn't, didn't God call Adam? He did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As if he didn't know where he was. They had to respond. They had to respond. And they were hiding. Yes. But they finally responded. They finally responded. And then that's when the interaction started. That's right. We were hiding. Right. So sometimes God's just waiting for us to, to respond. Turn aside, look, mm-hmm. and answer. That's mm-hmm. right. Right? Mm-hmm. So if Moses mm-hmm. had not done that, acknowledging, mm-hmm. if Moses had not done that, he would have missed his call. Okay. That's yes. just like Paul. How many are yeah. missing their call? On the road mm-hmm. to Damascus, he thought what he was doing was 100% was right. right. Yeah, he murdered people in the name of his rightness. Mm-hmm. But when he heard the voice of God, right, Lord, yeah, Lord, the Lord, Lord made sure he was going to hear. Yeah, <laughs> Lord have mercy. Yes, yeah, he did. yeah. And Thank so you, here Jesus. was yeah. here. Here come. Here's what happens. And and the Lord says, mm-hmm. I, and this is verse seven. I skipped mm-hmm. in a little. I've surely seen the oppression of my people. Oh. Who are in Egypt and have heard their cry because of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. They're so, oppressors. They're, they're oppressors. oppressors. Mm-hmm. 
That's another name for taskmasters. Yes. It's oppressors. Yes. So I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians Mm. and to bring them up from the land to a good and large land, to a land flowing with milk and honey, to the place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Hivites and the Jebusites. Verse 9. Now therefore, behold, I love this. The cry of the children of Israel has come to me. And I have also seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppressed them. Mm. Come now, therefore, and I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. Mm. And there's the call of God on Moses' life. Mm -hmm. But go back to verse Mm 8. Actually, no, verse 7 at the very end. Where he says, for I, you know, this is for somebody listening, Shelly. Mm-hmm. And it's probably for all of us here, too. But when he says, for I know the pain and suffering. Yeah. You know, it's God, it, we, we're not, God doesn't, God knows what we're dealing with. Right. Whatever pain and suffering that we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. How long were the uh, Israelites in Egypt mm-hmm. in slavery? Mm-hmm. 430 years? Right. Mm-hmm. It may take us a long time yeah. to get out. Yeah. But God says, I've heard your pain right. and your suffering. Right. I'm hearing the cries of my people. Right. And I'm going to send somebody. Yeah. Don't worry. Absolutely. I hear you. Absolutely. Mine says, I am concerned mm. about their suffering. Yes. Mm. How long does he hear it? He's concerned. He's concerned about He's it. When you're concerned about it, you care about it. You right. acknowledge right. it. You, you know, that concern just was like, ooh, I am concerned about it. Yes. I think upon you. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm yeah. moved by it. That's, yes. I love that. When I love I love the compassion. Word. Yes. Oh, my goodness, such compassion. Yeah. Yeah, well, we see all in the scripture, compassion moved him mm-hmm. to heal people. Compassion Lazarus. is what moved him. To raise Lazarus yes. when he did. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I tell you what, Jan, that also speaks to the opposite side of we see a God who will come up against the oppressor. Yes. yes. And you know mm. that is also any oppressors within the body of Christ. That's anybody. That's any anybody. leadership that's oppressing people. Um and I've been saying this that's for even a while. A spouse that's oppressing another that, spouse. That's right. God is never not, not in any relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. God is against oppression. And there there will come a time, I believe that he will rise against an oppressor. Mm-hmm. And um, that may look in all kinds of different ways. And yes, we preach he is a God of mercy and grace, but he's, but he's also, also a right. judge. He's a just judge. Yes. Yes. And let me say this. If we're oppressing someone and the cry of that person goes to the Lord, woe is us. That's yeah. right. Because we still serve a holy God. Mm-hmm. True. You cannot have the blessings of God and oppress people. Mm-hmm. Eventually, that's why we know we reap what we sow. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, the blood of Jesus covers us. But if we're not repentant, mm-hmm. he will do whatever it takes. There's still us obedience. Yes. We're still required <coughs> to exhibit yes. the heart of Christ. You know, and I say this all the time on Facebook that... Uh, my point can't be more important than the person. <coughs> I have to have more of a concern to deliver the person than to deliver a sermon, mm-hmm. for heaven's sake. You right. know, 
Yeah. We deliver a lot of sermons without ever delivering people. Yeah. A lot of that's what's wrong with a lot of the churches today. Right. right. Is um, that they're concerned about just delivering a message. Right. And they're not concerned. There's no deliverance in the church. People right. are still walking in the same way that they did when they got saved. Mm-hmm. They're not teaching them. I wasn't taught deliverance. Yeah. I wasn't taught that when I got saved at 17. Yeah. You know, there was, uh, I, I walked in complete and total, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. sin from the minute I got saved. Yeah. yeah. So there was no training. There was no preparing, mm-hmm. you know, for the new walk, the new life. Now that you are washed you know, and cleansed. Right. Now it's time for you to, you know, it's time for you to walk in that newness. You're no longer the old person. Yeah. You know, you're a new creation yes. and the old things have passed away and all things have become made new. Mm-hmm. That wasn't taught. Right. It's, it wasn't. I, and I'm sorry, but when you don't do that, when you don't equip, when you don't, when you don't equip your brethren or your parishioners or your church family or those that you're in charge of, you're leading them to the, to their death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're leading them they to be carnal like Christians. That's right. You know, stagnant. Right. Um, Exodus 4 brings us to um, probably a place everyone can relate. Mm. Um, I called it the other night. It's, it's, it's the place between the here I am <laughs> and the who am I. <laughs> so uh, verse 1 of chapter 4 says, The Moses answered and said, But suppose they will not believe me or listen to my voice. Suppose they say the Lord has not appeared to you. <laughs> now listen, I had that happen to me on many occasions, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the Lord says, what is that in your hand? Mm. So he begins to show him the rod in his hand, how he turns it to a serpent, and how he's going to use it, right, as a yeah. tool. Um, but we, we still, even after all of that, after God is training him with that tool, don't laugh at me, Jane. <laughs> he gets to verse 10. Are you trying to tell her something? No. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not fair when you're teaching on air and people in your room... <laughs> No, you need to hear what you're saying. Hey, Shelly, I need, Hi, to, hear I need to hear it too. We all do. I mean, it's yeah. so, it's just great the truth. Yeah. truth. Yeah, now you know why I was struggling for the last two days with the question I still have I for the Lord. Um, verse 10 says, Then Moses said to the Lord, Oh, my Lord, I am not eloquent, neither before nor since you have spoken to your servant, <laughs> but I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. <clears throat> Listen to this. So the Lord said to him, who's made man's mouth? Mm-mm. Or who makes the mute, the deaf, the seeing, or the blind? Have Uh-oh. not I the Lord? Uh-oh. Now therefore go, and I will be with your mouth and teach you what you shall say. But then Moses comes back in verse 13. This is this is so <laughs> Shelley Wilson right here. But he said, oh, my Lord, please send by the hand of whomever else you may send. In other words, somebody I, else. I don't care what you're saying, dude. I just need you to. Let Just me off pick the somebody hook. else. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Choose somebody else. Mm-hmm. So Moses, Moses, <laughs> Moses is doubting his equipping. Yes. We all do it. Yes. It's, it's, oh my goodness! Oh, yeah. It's between the "Here I am, Lord," the excitement of answering the call of God, and then the then the reality of "Oh my gosh, who am I to do this?" Yeah. It, I could personally say, you know, who am I to think I could mm-hmm. share biblical truth 
I have no seminary degree. I have no, um, not been to Bible school. And who am I? Right. That the fishermen of the Bible, mm-hmm. they ha- I'm so grateful that God shows us they were fishermen. Yes. Uh, and awesome. that so many times God didn't use those with, but look at who Jesus chose. Oh, I know. That's it. Yeah. I mean, really go back and look at all of the people that Jesus, look at John the Baptist. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Camel's hair and he, wild honey and locusts. Really? Yeah. Today mm-hmm. we would call that cray cray. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Well, yeah. And, and like you say, the fishermen, like we always say, the fishermen, they were kicked out because we go back and know that Jewish men and boys were brought up to a point and they had testing. And if they didn't make it, then they didn't get to sit in a rabbi and they were unworthy. Chose to do something Yeah, else. and they said, okay, well, they were kicked out. So you're not yeah. good enough. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah. And so the fishermen were kicked out real early. and said, eh, you can't learn this. You can't be a servant to Jesus so, or God. So get out. You can't know the word. And then you have to be word. a fisherman. Yeah, because they weren't allowed to study the word. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, you had to be chosen to study right. the Word. And right. here comes Jesus and say, guess what? This is who I'm choosing. Take, I, yeah, I'm choosing, I'm, I'm choosing you. who you, you throw away. That's right. Mm. That's a good word. That's a good word for uh-huh. somebody. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> we got to realize that, that God equips us. And it is hard. It is hard. Because Satan gets in there and says, oh, you can't do this. Who are you to do that? Blah, blah, blah. And we, we got to go back to, like I said, you know, God chose us, and that's all we have to know, is that if he tells yeah, us he to do something, to do then we can depend on he's going to provide right. for us. He's already provided for us. He's already made it, and we just got to step out on obedience. Right. Because that's all he requires mm-hmm. of us. Mm-hmm. Step out on obedience, because it's going to, if we are truly following him. He's going him, to provide it. He's going to the provide Holy Spirit, he already has. The Holy Spirit is going to provide Yes. Yes. It's mm-hmm. there in us. He's it's made us. There. It's already there. We just have to be obedient yeah. and step out. Mm-hmm. Right. So we need to wrap this up in the next few minutes. So let's wrap it up with this. Because we'll all have time to speak. Um, what is Exodus 4.19? Now the Lord said to Moses and Midian, Go, return to Egypt. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. For all the men who sought you, your life were dead. And then 21, And the Lord said to Moses, When you go back to Egypt, see that you do all these wonders before Pharaoh, which I have put in your hand. But I will harden his heart so that he will not let the people go. Uh-oh. So, um, sometimes God calls you back to a place you never wanted to return to. I know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, we And sometimes the Lord is saying, like he said to Jeremiah, I want you to go mm-hmm. deliver a message to, the, to people who are never going to hear you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was the weeping prophet. We see Jonah who was called to a city he never wanted to go yeah. to. Mm-hmm. Nineveh. Mm-hmm. He ran from He didn't like the people. Didn't like the people. Oh, that's saying it nicely. <laughs> you know? You know, and and so I think sometimes when we talk about uh to on the show a lot, we don't preach cheap grace mm-hmm. here. Uh, the call of God is not always a bed of roses full of uh, joyful moments. There's joy in Jesus because you know you're you're obeying him and he lives in you and he gives you that supernatural joy. Mm-hmm. But it does not mean that you won't have to die to some personal dreams to fulfill God's dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I, I, I might know that one pretty intimately. Yeah. Um, as God, you know, there are some things I would rather do mm-hmm. on a daily basis that God keeps waiting on. And, no, mm-hmm. I need you to do this first. And that you just have to, it's 
no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, y'all want to add to that? Because it, it really stinks to be given a call of God and then him, him say, yeah, I want you to go do this, but, but I'm going to harden the man's heart and he's not going to let my people go. That's the moment you go, oh, okay, that's just a, that's, thanks, Jesus. <laughs> that's something I'm going to go into. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, you know, when you say that, or, uh, or when the scripture talks about, he tells Moses, I'm going to harden Pharaoh's heart. You know, we may be dealing with people in our lives that won't see what God's trying to do. Right. Yeah. Won't see what God's called us to do. And there may be a hardening for a very specific reason. Exactly. Um, and, you know, if if we'll just um, believe and trust and have faith, and that's a difficult thing to do. Mm-hmm. I, you know, even for me, yeah. there are times that that walk is so difficult. Yeah. You know, I'm being called to trust in something that doesn't look like it's ever going to change. Mm-hmm. And it may never change mm-hmm. but is it God strengthening you to be the person that he's called you to be mm-hmm. you know on 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 the opposite on the flip side is he doing this so the other person can see who they really are mm-hmm. they may never change mm-hmm. they, your situation may never change mm-hmm. but as we see later God handled mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. oh he and- took care of he took care of Pharaoh so this is just a lesson for us, Shelley, um, to know that even when we are in our wor- our most worst circumstance and someone is the oppressor mm-hmm. or someone is oppressing, to know that God will will come to your defense. Right. He will defend you. Right. At all costs. Absolutely. At no matter what. Absolutely. Jim. To me, the obedience, it's about, all of this is about always the obedience. Mm -hmm. God seeks us to be obedient to him, to choose him. Mm -hmm. And then that's what it is. He doesn't force us to, but are you willing to? Do you desire me and my ways? Mm -hmm. Am I it? Right. And that we have to come before, and no matter what we come up against, what it looks like, there is that faith, that trust that comes down to the love you have for your God and that he is the one that you're going to be obedient no matter what's coming at you. Mm-hmm. You choose to stand as mm-hmm. Moses chose to stand, even though at times we know he didn't want to, it was hard. And he was alone. And he was alone yeah. and that he said, you know what, I'm going to do what God tells me to do. And that's where it comes down to it. It's really hard at times because mm-hmm. many times there are situations, circumstances, especially I think of our brothers and sisters who are in uh, countries that are horribly oppressed. And they are in prison, they're beheaded, they are murdered, you know, it's just mistreated, and they don't see an end in sight. But yet, they're obedient and willing to step out and say, my God is first, I am obedient to you, and I will do what you call me to do, no matter the cost. No matter what the cost is, I'm willing to do it. And so, to me, it just speaks out, and it's just been coming over and over back to me here lately, my study stuff how God wants our obedience. That's what it's about, is our obedience. Right. To say, here I am. Yes. Well, the scripture says, you love me if you obey me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what it is. It's so the measuring, the measuring stick for our love for Christ mm-hmm. 
is our obedience. Mm-hmm. What we're willing to do. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and you know, I, there is incredible uh, benefit to the obedience. Oh, yes. But as we said the other night, our, there are faces attached to our obedience. And if I am to deliver certain people, that means what I'm called to do mm-hmm. isn't all about me. Yes. It's about the people I'm trying to deliver. Yes. And if we can ever have that mindset, it becomes a little more okay. Right. Like it's bigger than us. Yes. Not about right. Us. It's bigger than us. And sometimes mm-hmm. we get into this me, myself, and I thing. Mm. And we're all guilty of it. We live yeah. in a society with, you know, we our, our focus every day is selfies. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, I'm like, you know, at some point, like we got to die to that. Yes. Right. <laughs> like, you know, I want to see the authentic Jesus. Yeah. Manifest, which means there should be a whole lot of pictures of others. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? Yes. Um, and less pictures of us. Mm-hmm. We decrease so he can so increase. He increases. Yeah. But we live in a society that does the opposite. Yes. So anyways, but um, we could go on talking about Moses forever. Yeah. Um, there's a lot there. There's mm-hmm. a lot there. And we haven't even I mean, that's gotten just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> right. I love it. it. We hope today's episode has blessed you and encouraged you to pursue Christ passionately. To join us again for more encouragement, equipping, and empowering, subscribe to the 320 Podcast. We would also like to invite you to enjoy our round-the-clock radio station, Royalty For Real Radio for Women at royaltyforreal.com. That's royalty, the number four, real.com.